Welcome to Chat with Crystal, empowerment coaching and conversations with real women from around the world. I'm your host, Crystal Andrus Morissette, founder of the SWAT Institute. Women are being called right now to help heal this world. And it's time for a radio podcast that shows the how we're going to do just that, empowering one woman at a time. Now let's get to it. Welcome, everyone. My name is Crystal Andrus Morissette. I'm excited to be here. It's Friday, May 10th. We're headed into Mother's Day weekend. Do you have anything planned for your mom this weekend? Um, I uh, always open up the phone lines on Fridays, of course, at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're listening for the first time, you might be thinking, how do I get coaching with Crystal? And all you got to do is visit us at www.swatinstitute.com and you'll just click on the link. This is Chat with Crystal. And from there, you pop in your name, you pop in your email, and uh, we go from there. You can come on to the private conference line. And uh, you can either be a fly on the wall, just sitting, listening, or you can go into the queue, just press star two on your phone to go into the queue to let me know that you'd like to do some coaching. And so right now, I'd love to let you know that if you'd like to do some coaching with me today, just press star two. For those of you that are on the conference line right now, this could be your special day. This could be the day for you to get some answers to a situation that you're struggling with, to get some insight to the way that you're feeling and how to feel better. Or maybe just to simply understand the empowerment process and what it really feels like to shift emotionally or energetically so that you're stronger, so that you're stronger. And strong doesn't mean it might be vulnerable in your strength. It might be, um, when I say stronger, it means you feel better. You don't feel weaker at the end of it. You feel like you're living more of your truth. You know your truth. You have the courage to be in your truth. That's ultimately what we're trying to do. So I'm going to go right to the phone line today and do some coaching. We already have some hands raised, and I'm going to Taryn. Taryn, how are you? Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. It was great when I saw you come on the line. It's a small group of us today. So I do want to let you know if you're listening and you're thinking, I would like to get some coaching too. There's no reason we can't fit in two coaching calls today because I'm not doing a big intro. So if today you would like to get some coaching as well, press star two right now on your telephone keypad or on your computer to let me know that you'd like to have some coaching as well. So Taryn, we have developed quite a relationship over the last little while. You were on my Facebook Live last week. Thank you so much. Was that last week or this week? Um, Facebook Live was last week, this week. Okay, this I was going to say, you know... I think life is good when time is flying. They say time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> and I got to yep, tell you, I agree with you. A time is flying these days. I can't even believe when I'm like, what is it is May 10th. How is that possible? But you are a recent student of mine. Yes. And you signed up to yep. become a personal empowerment coach with the SWAT Institute. That was at the end of January. And in a very short period uh-huh. of time, you've gone through almost the full curriculum. I think you're getting ready to do your mentorship coaching very soon. Yes. You came on Facebook last week to to share your experience of being an empowered woman and why an empowered woman like you would sign up for my coaching program. And so I'm so excited to see you here today. And you've raised your hand to get some coaching. So that shows everyone. You mean you can already be an empowered woman and you still need a coach? Yes, coaches need coaching. Therapists need therapy. Trainers need a trainer. We all need each other. We need support. And it doesn't matter how smart you are 
or how educated you are or how empowered you might be in some areas of your life. We all need someone to talk to sometimes, and we want to talk to someone who's got a formula, right? Got a process. We want, we really do have to be cognizant of where we get our coaching from. So Taryn, thank you for calling me today for Chat with Crystal, Empowered Coaching Conversations with real women from around the world. You're a real woman living in Virginia, United States, if yep. I'm if I'm not wrong. So talk to me what's going on for you and how can I support you today? Which I love to well, do. Well, you know, I'm, I'm so glad that I got um, I got on the call. I was hemming and hawing. I'm like, I don't want coaching today. No, I need coaching today. No, I don't want coaching today. So <laughs> going back and forth. And I, I think part of the reason why is because I'm not quite sure what's going on. I um, I think I shared a little bit with you on Facebook Live that, you know, the season, I'm going into this season after my husband's passing. And this is our most active time where we went to the beach together almost every weekend and all that stuff. And yeah. my birthday is coming up and I'm turning 60. And I feel like all of that stuff I'm okay with. Yeah. But I just feel like I can't get motivated to do anything. And I don't know why, I think. Um I feel like I'm I'm stuck somewhere, and yeah. I, I'm not really sure where I'm stuck. That's that's really pretty much the gist of it. I mean, I can I can I could easily blame it on the fact that my husband passed away a year and a half ago, but I don't think that's it. I think that I think I'm working through that pretty positively. Um, I have some goals in place, and I've made the decision that I was going to act on them in three years. So I, I know I'm staying with my job for the next three years. And I, I like what I do in my job. And um, So let's stay I with don't something. Really have any- let's stay with something you said, though, Taryn, because I, as a coach, I always have a little pad of paper beside mm-hmm. me and a pen. And when my client's talking, I'm just jotting down the exact words that she is using so that I'm not even really thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. I'm jotting down words. And so May was is the season. Tell me about that season. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the it's your birthday month. You're turning sixty, I think. On su- is it on Sunday or in a few days? It's on Sunday. How, yep. Do you see that in my you. memory? I'll just say this year. Do you see my memory? Yep, so you're you're, good. you're turning sixty <laughs> on Sunday on Mother's Day. It's Mother's Day. Yeah. Is your mother still mm-hmm. alive or has she passed? She, no, my mother's still alive. She has Parkinson's and um, dementia, and she's been. I've been helping my father would take care of her the past, I'd say, two and a half years. Um, I go down and visit her on Saturdays, and um, she's doing okay. She's just, dementia is kind of an odd thing. It's not something you can um, predict. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to tell you something I'm feeling. I'm going to to talk on intuition right now. I'm going to just speak from my intuition right now because I don't have any factual evidence for me to be saying this, but I'm just going to say something that... We've had a couple conversations, the one on Facebook, the one today, and I'm I'm analyzing you right now, Taryn, and like whoever wants to be analyzed, no one wants to be analyzed, right? I'm always like, when people think they know me, I, there's a laugh of truth right there. When people think they know me, sometimes I think, don't analyze me. You don't know me from a hole in the ground. You have these little snippets. Right. You have little snippets that you hear me or see me on, on a teaching a course or, you know, the way I show up but people don't, we don't know each other. So I don't, certainly don't mean to insinuate that I feel like I know you. I'm just kind of analyzing how you talk about your struggles. And you have a very upbeat, 
very positive, very, I think I got that handled. Like I could say, I could say that it's because May is the uh-huh. season when my life used to always really come alive. I'd go to the beach every weekend with my husband. Um, uh-huh. We travel. I just have this weird sense that you, I don't even know where I'm thinking RV. I don't know if you have an RV or if you've ever had an RV. No, that's what that's what I want to do. Oh, that's what you want to do. Yeah. Okay, that's what you want to yeah. do. Maybe that. Maybe I'm remembering this somewhere in a conversation. I I don't know, but yeah, we've talked. We've talked okay. about it. Yeah. So it's the season of that. This was always a dream for you that you were going to. This is a time of year. So on top of it, it's Mother's Day. Your mother has dementia. Mm-hmm. The way you talk about that is very matter of fact. Like I got that covered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shouldn't be. That's not. <laughs> that's not heavy. There's your laugh. Yep, that's fine. Got that thing covered. Yep, not a really a big deal. And uh, you just do it. You just it is what it is. You just do it. So I go every Saturday, take care of my mom. She's in dementia, Parkinson's, and my dad's. Yeah, but yep. And uh, yeah, I turned sixty on Sunday, and I lost my husband. And this is like my first or second birthday alone, and it's a mm-hmm. big one. And who's throwing me a party? Are you, is anyone throwing you a big sixtieth birthday party? Uh, I, we, I'm not a big, no, um, no, birthday no, no, person. no, no, not a big birthday person. No, no, don't need, don't need that. Uh, no, well, and uh, there's a reason why I was, um, uh, many, many years ago in college, I was raped on my birthday. And so uh, it's never yeah. been a big okay, wait a second. Um, wait event a second. for me. Okay. Wait, I was raped on my birthday. Okay. Yes. So May is a big, big, big month for you in way more <laughs> ways. There's another laugh. In May War Ways, then you're letting your conscious self realize. Your conscious self is doing really well, you think. You say, my conscious self is like, you know, I was raped on my birthday. And uh-huh. yeah, I just sort of tucked that away. Have you done a lot of work on healing that really, Taryn? Yes. Okay. A lot. Yeah. A lot. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> got that covered. Yeah. Got that covered. I, I have. You I've got not, the grieving I've covered. Not, it's not, I, probably not that your husband passed away a year and a half ago, suddenly, shockingly from cancer. And it yeah. was, so it was, it's not that. It's, that. it's definitely not that you're, you have Mother's Day on your birthday with your mother who's uh-huh. in dementia, uh-huh. that you're celebrating your 60th yeah. birthday, but you really don't like to celebrate it because you've worked it out that you got raped on your birthday and you've worked out why you don't like to celebrate your birthday and you still don't. So you haven't really worked right. it out because you would want to celebrate your birthday if you'd worked that out. But I, I can, I, I celebrate my birthday on another day. I just don't do it on the 12th. I just don't do it on the 12th. Okay. But I, I, what I'm getting at Taryn is I'm not, uh-huh. I'm not judging in any way, shape or form. I get that you are like fierce, strong, woman I'm feeling it I'm hearing it but sometimes we get stuck because we have repressed stuff and you said the word you said I could blame okay I could blame that it's because my husband passed a year and a half ago but I I don't think it's that and it could be that we used to go away every weekend in May and I don't have anyone to go with. And I've broken my ankle, uh, which I know because we've talked about. I've broken my leg. Right. I'm not really mobile right now. I'm carrying right. extra weight that I really don't want to be carrying and it's really weighing me down. Um, right. I, all true. <laughs> all true. There's another little laugh of truth. 
So <laughs> if you were coaching someone, Taryn, because you're, uh-huh. you're getting ready to start your coaching, and someone right. came to you and said, they sounded really powerful, like you sound, and their energy sounded really good. But they also, there was a bit of a, and forgive me in advance if any of this comes off in any way that it might hurt your feelings, because that's not intended. No, there's, it, it won't. There's it a, won't. an almost an emotional detachment that you have around all of these very significant things. Right. So I wonder if you're not, if it's, if in your subconscious, in your shadow, in your, in your unconscious part of you, these things might be bigger than you're allowing them to be because you have a personality that just seems like in this little short, how, who am I to say what your personality is? And that's what I'm getting at. How would I really know? But it seems like you have a been ability to almost mm, forgive me. Are you just kind of like sweeping it under like no that that's I can handle that and I can handle that and I can handle this and I can handle that and I can handle I can handle all of these things. I just don't know why I'm stuck. I hmm, I don't know. I I it's the word sweeping underneath the rug doesn't feel right to me but Okay. I will say this is what I can this is what I can say about all this is that I I feel like I've made some choices and decisions based on all the things that have happened. Um, how, well, I don't know exactly what I'm trying to say, but for example, you know, talking about sweeping it under uh, the rug and not dealing with it, I feel like I've gone through the emotions of it. I just okay. don't know. If there's any more emotion okay. that I can feel about okay. losing my husband, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. But it's not about that you I need don't... to feel more emotional about losing your husband. It's about having uh-huh. the personal insight to be gentle with yourself when you say, I don't know why right now I'm stuck. I'm not making things happen. Being able to say, well, let me tell you why you're stuck. It makes perfect sense to me. That's more what I'm trying to say. I think it's... Why does it make such perfect more... sense to me, Taryn, that if someone, if a client came to you and said, mm-hmm. I'm stuck, first of all, you've shared that your your weight is way higher than you want it to be. That's just something I know you share. Right. Okay. So you right. know that, you know that you're, you've got to be putting on weight or your weight's way higher than you want it to be because you're right. either eating your feelings or right. you're not taking care of yourself. I'd say both of them. Okay. I have not, but I've been dealing with my hate, my weight for years now. I mean, it hasn't, it hasn't just been because, well, I can say that it, it started after I was raped, but it, and it's gone off and on during that period of time. But I was heavy when, well, when my husband was sick, I'm not any heavier or, I didn't gain a lot of weight since he died. I got it's you. just I got I've you. been heavy for a while. Yeah, but you just said too, I started gaining weight after I got raped. So yeah, all that true. I'm getting at is that maybe there's a lot I'm not telling you to what I'm telling you is you have just learned the map of consciousness by Dr. David Hawkins through the book Power Versus Force. When someone uses right. the word stuck. What have you learned about what that word, usually the level of energy that it represents? Shame. Stuck usually represents apathy. So apathy? Oh, apathy. Okay. So guess what's right above apathy? 
See if you remember. I'm, up, I'm at apathy. Let's just, well, when we say the word stuck, I'm just stuck. I don't know why I can't get moving. There's your laugh again. The laugh of truth. I'm stuck. I don't know why I can't get moving. I don't know why I can't get, accomplish these things I say I really want to accomplish. And if you just did the map of consciousness and you tried to like, not let yourself listen to how strong this woman sounds and you went with her choice of words and what she's just told you, then that would be apathy. Uh, and what's the level just higher than apathy? Oh, uh, fear. No, right in between. Right in between apathy and fear is a land called sorrow. Sorrow. Oh, yeah. So I, I always grief. forget that one. Grief. Because you don't want to grieve. Because you hate grieving. Because you're not good at grieving. You want to get on with it. I can tell. And I get why you do. Because you're like, I'm a strong, empowered woman. And I have been for a long time. I was raped 20 years ago. And I'm, or whenever it was, and I think you said 20 years ago. And I'm fine. And I can handle things. And my husband passed and I can handle that too. And the, I can't, I don't want to blame anybody for anything. I, I It is what it is. That's what I'm hearing you say. But you know, underneath apathy, you really do have to tell yourself the truth. You have to tell yourself. It's hard to tell yourself the truth in apathy because you almost don't know the truth. You can't feel the truth. You're so still far from the truth. But the truth is, when someone is stuck, it's usually because they're holding on to what they want it to be. But it's not. And it's never going to be it. Is there anything that comes to mind when I say that? And just let me tell you how courageous you are for doing this. How courageous you are. It, it is so courageous to be coached. And not just to be coached one-on-one with a kick-ass, crazy-ass coach like me that says it as she sees it. But also to be coached on a podcast where people are listening. So yeah. I, I really want to say thank you. And I don't want to move us away from that grieving. But when I say that you would you would have to go through the land of grieving and then fear to get back into what you really want, what do you feel about that? I feel very emotional. Yeah. And um, yeah. I think I'm just not sure. Yeah, Taryn. Yeah. You need a big hug. That's what you need. You need a big hug. You need someone right now. Like, I want you to imagine I'm putting my arms around you and I'm giving you a huge hug. And if I were there, that's what I'd do right now. Well, thank you. Um, you can be in that energy. I, and I, I hear what you're saying. And I I know it's, it's, it's no surprise to me that there's grief still in my heart because I accept it when it's, when it's, I accept it when it's here. I don't know what the next step is. Okay. So let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do this. All right. Let's do the empowerment process. Exactly what we teach in our okay. school. So grieving would be, and I, and I, I hear you saying, of, of course there's got to still, there's got to be some grieving. Like, there's got to be, there's got to be still. So let's imagine if you could think about whatever comes to mind. There's no wrong answer. There's no right answer. But when you think about what you're really grieving, what should have been for you? What should have been for you? 
What are you grieving? What do you what do you wish should have happened, could have happened, ought to have happened? I I my um I feel comfortable going out on my own with even though my mom currently has dementia. I would um I I would accept the fact that my husband's gone because if he was still here, as terrible as this may sound, I would not be able to do anything. Okay. So I would have to, I would you be okay? staying here taking care of him. He are wouldn't be okay? getting any better. Okay. So Taryn, underneath apathy, just underneath apathy on the other side. So on one side is grieving on the other side, just below it is guilt uh, is guilt. Right. Do you have guilt that you're happy that you don't have to take care of your husband? No. Great. I'm so glad. Do you have any guilt that you're okay with saying, I know I should be sad, but I'm not? No. Okay. Uh, some, a little bit. A little bit. Sometimes. Sometimes, but I, but not. Uh, no. This was, that was his choice. I mean, great. Karen, great. Okay. He's what I'm hearing and I'm hearing is I'm not in guilt. Okay, good. That doesn't resonate with you. But when I said, I said grieving, you started to cry. Those are tears of right. truth. Those are your tears of truth. Those are your tears right. that are saying, I, so what is it? Not what I'd like to accept, but what, what is it that you wish, like you just wish this, this is not the way, what didn't turn out the way you wanted it to turn out? What is not turning out the way you want it to turn out? My whole life. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's okay. Really, most of it. <laughs> that's okay. Because guess what? We can't change anything we don't tell ourselves the truth about and accept, right? right? We can't change anything we can't accept. So right. if we're in denial and we're acting like, I'm actually, and Taryn, God bless you. I literally love you. I love you and I love you right now. And I'm coaching you the way I know I have to do this. Believe me as a friend, I'd rather just hug you and say, you're amazing. You're okay. You got this. That's what I want to say. But as All a right. coach, what I know I need to say is when you took the quiz on Oprah, my emotional age quiz on Oprah, you said, uh -huh. I've got everything in woman energy. I was surprised. And I said, right. well, that's because you actually know woman energy. You know the right answers. But now you have to look at your actual reality. You have to look at your life. And let your life right. tell you the truth. Are you in woman energy? And I'm going to tell you that when I look at your life as an outsider, you look like you're in a lot of mother energy to me. You look like you are carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders and doing it like you're a fierce warrior with like you just suck it up and you don't complain and you get it done and it is what it is and you're not going to be someone that's not grateful. Okay. I know that I was in mother energy with my husband. I know that. I mean, no doubt in my mind. Um. I'm probably in mother energy with it when it comes to my mom. You are. Because I want to help. Well, you are because you're, 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 you are helping. You're taking care of your dad too. You're in mother energy with your dad. This happens a lot to women. Yeah. It's really hard to stay in woman energy when we have to be caretakers. And women who have but jobs, 
even women who have jobs, like it's, it can be a real struggle for a nurse to stay in her woman energy. It can be a real struggle for caretakers and to, to really stay in your woman energy because it's so natural for you to have the right answers. That's why you're going to be such a great coach. Because but isn't woman energy? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. I I think I'm in woman energy in mother energy. I think I'm I think I am in mother energy because I'm caring for my mother. But when but I think I'm in woman energy then when, for example, I go almost not every Saturday, but when I know that I I don't want to go or I can't go, I take the day off. I good. call my dad and I'm like, look, good. this Saturday is not good for me. Isn't that operating in woman energy? Yep, it being is. able to say I, yep. I can't this every single day yep. is oper- to me operating in woman energy is when I say okay for for not just not just the fact that I'm taking care of my mother, but for a lot of reasons. I'm not going to get on the road and I'm not going to get, get an RV and quit my job for another three years. I mean, my mom is one of the aspects of that decision, but not the only aspect yeah. the, only, yeah. the other aspect is I want to, I want to practice. I want to build up to that point, you know? So I feel like I've made decisions based in women energy. When you it are comes now. To, I think you I really think, are now. I think you're, you're in transition and that's grieving too. You're grie- tr- think of the word grieving as transitioning. Like we're transitioning. You're transitioning out of an old way. You're transitioning out of being a caretaker, excuse me, for your husband. Right. A care- you're a caretaker for right. your mom. And God bless you for being, doing that. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I think it's amazing. Like, what, I know. You know? So I'm not, I'm not saying you should not take care of your mom and buy that RV and run off into the sunset. I'm not saying that. You're, you're really right. starting to make some smart decisions for your future you're saying by the time i'm 63 okay. i'm going to quit that job that i enjoy but it's not my forever i'm going to build my coaching right. practice up i'm going to get an rv i'm going to travel all over north america wherever you're going to go you're going to have an, an online business it sounds amazing so then let me put this back to you how can you possibly say you're stuck you sound like you're not stuck at all where are you stuck if I'm not stuck, then why am I not able to make progress towards those goals? Like okay, I, wait a second, though. I'm, I wrote out. You've done four months. You've done curriculum that takes most people 12 months in four, in less than four. So that seems okay. like a lot of action you've been in, taking. So tell me about all the things you're not making happen. You're getting closer to that, to that new career change you've already got the three years mapped out you're gonna you're seems like that's on track what isn't on track when you say you're stuck where what are you really talking about then because you know what I just loved I actually felt you and it was a good that I did that I felt your dignity just now say wait 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 whoa 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 I am in woman energy so that instantly told me okay so she went so we're dynamic people we don't just stay in one energy you went from grieving boop, 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 boop. I'm gonna go all the way up I'm going to go right up there, past anger, have some pride and dignity, have the courage to tell Crystal, wait, hold on. I have a plan in place. I know where I'm going. It's going to take me three years. It's mapped out. If I don't want to go visit my mom on a Saturday because I'm not feeling up to it, I will say no. Crystal, I am in woman energy. Bam. Okay. Then you are. I think I'm I'm stuck in, yes, three years. I've, I've made the plan. I'm not really following the plan. 
Okay. Why? What? What part of the plan are you not following? How is it not going to happen in well, three years? I, 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 I literally took this three years. I actually, I, I did it over five years, I think, but I, I think I could do it sooner. But I, I, it, I took it and I broke it down by year, and I said I need to lose this much weight by the end of the year. I need to okay. Have, so start we're talking about building up my strength. Okay, we're talking physically. We're talking physically, Pardon? then. Taryn, we're talking about your physical, your physicality. That's what we're talking about. So when you're well, saying, well, and there's the no, there's all the, also the action of like I have a website, getting a website up and running. Yeah. Um, the the um, the like planning vacations that are tied to RVing every year with a different RV. That was all part of the plan, and and this year I feel like I can't even come up with a time to go. I'm just. I just can't, I can't get motivated when I think about getting an RV, I'm like renting an RV. I'm like, okay, well, when am I going to go and where am I going to go? And, and there's all these dates that are, are tied to my work that prohibit me from doing it during this time or this time. And I just, I just can't seem to make any decisions mm-hmm. as it relates to all of it. Yeah. So I want to just remind you that from my perspective, you seem to be making a lot of decisions and you have an expectation on yourself, mother energy, the perfectionist that you're supposed to hit these certain things at this certain time, but it is a hard month. It is your 60th birthday. It is Mother's Day. It is the day you were raped. It is memories. It is the time of year that you and your husband usually start having a lot of fun and getting into action. So all of these other things are showing me that maybe you just have to be a little bit gentle on yourself because you've done a lot since January. I see it a lot. You're at the top of the class. Um, You're really active. You're plugged into three different courses right now. You're even on a chat with Crystal on a Friday because you're so plugged into developing yourself, healing yourself, empowering yourself. Sometimes the work is done on the inside, not the outside. And most times you have to do the work on the inside first and then the outside catches up. And right now, you're having a hard time even getting around, let alone running an RV. Right. Like, come on, really, Taryn, you right now having a hard time walking. How are you going to pull an RV into an RV camp, hook up the hydro, the water, the toilet, get all that all on your own right now? (laughs) Like, there's another little laugh of truth. How would you do that right now? That's why you're not booking all your dates. Yeah. Because you gotta you gotta heal your I, body. You gotta get your body healed up now. I think I'm afraid that um if I don't move forward. Yeah. Not, and I I hear what you're saying about the fact that I've taken the course and you know, I've I'm been doing all these things and I'm finishing my work and if I don't make progress in some way, I will be the same place I was 10 years ago. So because tell a me lot this. of these dreams that I've had, yeah. a lot of these dreams I've had, I've had forever. And I, I haven't it. done anything about them. Okay, great. And I love that you're being so honest with yourself. I'm also going to throw some things in there, which is I had these dreams 10 years ago. Well, guess what? You've gone through a very sick husband in that time. Right. Who's died. And I think he was sick for a little while, wasn't he, now that I'm remembering? Yes. Okay, so you had a sick husband for many of those years. Now you've got a mother with dementia who you you know that you got about 
what, why did you say three years? What is it you think is your, did you feel your mother's not going to be here for much longer? Uh, we don't, it's, it's no guess. There's no guess, but I feel like at some point my parents are going to have to move into a, into some okay. sort of retirement. So what I'm hearing and- is a lot of unconscious, conscious planning that you're not giving yourself credit for. You're doing the math in your head right now and saying, okay, within three years, my, we're going to get my parents into a home so that they're going to have proper support. So then I can have my RV. Okay. So I got to do that. Then I'm going to have three, I'm going to get some weight down. I'm going to get this leg of mine healed. I'm going to be in a strong financial position with my coaching business. I think it all sounds really great, but here's what I'm going to say. What I loved is that we were in the grieving, which it sucked at the idea of being in apathy. And this is why clients want to buy spiritually bypass certain areas. And they, you just took yourself right from apathy to, I know, I know. I'm just going to spiritually, I'm just going to, I'm going right up to dignity and pride, I know. dignity and self-respect. And I'm going to tell the truth, which that all stuff is the truth, Taryn. <laughs> the truth is you're amazing. But emotionally, there is still a story down there. And here's what I love. We went from grieving. And guess what just is above mm-hmm. grieving? Uh, I, uh, I don't. Fear. And guess Fear. what you just said? Yeah. I think I'm afraid. And I was like, yeah. Right. She actually naturally just shifted through her grieving into fear because that's the truth. I think I'm afraid that if I don't do something, I'm going to be in the same place in 10 years from now. And that terrifies the shit out of me. Yeah. Okay. So I think I'm afraid. Tell me what you're afraid of. Let's just explore fear. I'm afraid. Tell me what you're afraid of. Well, I'm afraid that if I wait too long, I'm going to not be physically able to do this, to do this RVing and I should be doing it now. I'm afraid that I should be, there's, there's a should be, I should be doing it now. What should you be doing now? now. What should you be doing right now? RVing. Okay. You should be, except let me ask you this. Do you work nine to five Monday to Friday? Yes. Okay. And do you visit your mother's on your mother on Saturdays? Yes. Okay. So that leaves you with one day a week. Oh, I know. Wait I, I, I just want to know. Sh- you, you should be okay. RVing now, you just said to me, though. Right. So how would you do it all? How are you going to do all of this right now by yourself? I'd have to make some really tough decisions. Yeah, and I don't I'd think, you're, to, I think you're afraid to make them right now because they're really tough decisions. What would some of those tough decisions be that you would have to make? Tell me them. I'd have to tell, I'd have to tell my parents I can't help them on Saturdays. You got it. I'd have to quit my. I'd have to quit my job, I'd have and to quit my, my job, job. Is, is a pretty significant source of income right now. Yeah, so I'm and afraid I, I can't quit my job yet. Yeah, I can't quit my job yet. That's facts. Which is why I did the coaching so that I could build a business. So it sounds get, like you have a plan. Build something before I leave. So it sounds like you have a plan in place Pardon? for your next steps. To me, yes. Okay. Sounds like you're putting a really good plan in place. And you are, and when I say it like that, I don't mean to sound like you're, you're a star student. You're incredibly coachable. That means you are going to be an incredible coach. So you're incredibly coachable. You take everything I say. I guess I can't use, I guess I can't use that as a fear. (laughs) No, there's another laugh. You don't have to be afraid, but there's probably a little fear of like, I'm afraid, like I'm going to have, I'm going to be quitting this job. I'm going to be RVing. I'm going to leave my parents. 
I'm afraid to tell my parents I'm not seeing them every Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid. Are you afraid right. to tell your parents that? Are you afraid to tell your parents that they're, you're going to be putting them in an old age home soon? No, I mean, not, I mean, I think, I don't know. My fam, my parents have made a decision to stay in that house and, and until they have to move. And it's a huge undertaking. And I'm the oldest and I'm the one who lives the closest and I'm the one who shows up all the time. And that's a lot I, of mother I energy, cho- Terry. I made a cho- That's a lot of I mother made a energy. To do it. I'm the oldest, so it's my responsibility. I made the choice to do well, it. No, yeah. you didn't, Taryn. Your parents have made the choice to stay in a huge house, and right. they're getting older. So that isn't your choice. You're actually having to make choices based on their choice. That's true. That's not yeah. your choice. Your your choice is to continue love, being a good daughter. And I live the closest, yes. and I'm the one who does the most for them, and that's just the way it is. And there's a lot of, like, do you have children? No. So your parents are like you have children living. Like, you're, you have children. Your parents are your children. I don't want that. I know that. <laughs> There's another laugh of truth. And this is what I'm getting at. Sometimes we just say, why can't we just make these decisions and do them? Well, listen, I'll tell the truth. And my daughter is on the line right now. I don't know if she's even actually listening. And if she is, close your ears, Madeline. Not that it's a, but I definitely think I put, I put many aspects of my life on slow motion for many years until I got my kids raised. Like it was almost like there's no, I don't. I'm staying in this house. These are their roots. I have a 4,000 square foot house. It's a lot of work. It's 180 years old. I, the odd time I've said to my kids, I think I'm going to sell the house. And they both go, what? You can't sell our house. I do love this house, but it's a lot of work. And I definitely have put many things in my life. In I'm not going to say on the back burner, but in slow motion. It seems like it's fast motion to my students. Everybody around me goes, mm-hmm. you've done so much. But Taryn, not, not anywhere near what I want to be doing. And part of right. that is because I have responsibilities. And I have other people that I'm accountable to. And right. it sounds like you've been really busy taking care of a lot of people for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. When you when you made those decisions to to work in slow motion, you did that in women energy, right? Yes, or I would um, say there I was. Think maybe I, that's where I would say there. I think you could say that's woman energy. I could say there was a lot of mother energy in there too, because my mother wouldn't have done that for us as kids. My mother was in daughter energy. There's no right. way my mother would have done the things I've done. There's times I've put myself in debt to make certain things happen so that my kids have. What I believe, not what they want, what I believe they they need to become, <laughs> that might sound awful, but I've created a lifestyle and a life for them and role modeled and, and there are times that I would think I put myself in extreme amounts of stress to make it beautiful for everyone. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that really at the cost to my, myself, my body, my health my sanity 
my anxiety. So I think that's the I think that's the part where I'm stuck is a little a little bit is that I don't want to resonate all the time in mother energy. I really want to. I know me um, too. Start putting my putting myself first. <laughs> I know. And I. I and I don't know how to do that. Well, that's, you're doing it. You're learning. That's the, I think the great news, Taryn, is you're learning right now. And even having this conversation okay. is going to make you more aware, me more aware, and every woman listening more aware of, okay, what would my woman energy do? What would my mother energy do? What would my daughter energy do? What would your daughter energy do? She'd sell everything. Pack up her bags and exactly. go. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> your daughter energy would sell the house, grab a V R V, tell your parents you're hitting the road, and off you'd go. And you'd figure it out no along the way. Question. No That's, question. Okay. No question. Your at all. mother energy, what would she do? Probably still what I'm doing. Exactly. I would, I would. I'm sorry to yell. <laughs> Taryn, your mother energy would do exactly what you're doing. That's why she's stuck. Right. That's why she's stuck because okay. mother energy gets herself stuck because she's just exhausted to take care of herself because she does so much for so many people. And you don't even give yourself the emotional permission to be like, damn. It's true. Like, you're like, yeah, I should be fine, though, and I should be fine with that, and that should be fine, and I should be fine. There's no reason that I should be that. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be this hard. Like, instead of being like, woman energy would actually say, I think your woman energy would say, um, it's okay to take a breather, be gentle with yourself, and not have all these, this, these to-do lists and the expectations and the goal-setting Maybe take a breather from it this month. This month, not forever. Mm. Maybe for a month, you just take a breather and you'd be like, this month, I'm putting zero pressure on myself. That's what I'm going to do this month. I'm going to sleep more. I'm going to relax more. I'm going to drive to the beach. I'm going to just do some gentle things that are not all about and then i got to hit this weight and then i got to hit that weight and then this has to happen by this date and i need to have that happen by that date what if you just take all that off the table for a month okay i think i could do that what do you feel when i say that to you there's a side of me that says i've been taking off a month for a long time <laughs> you know like <laughs> I okay, but here's what I would say. I, You've I, been taking it off, maybe physically, but mentally you're not. You I know, haven't been taking it off mentally. Okay. You I, know what I, I mean? That makes better, more sense. Yeah, like you're, you're physically yeah. might be saying I took, I, yeah, I, I haven't been doing it. But mentally I lash myself constantly for not doing what I said I was going to do. There's, it's like you've got a metaphorical right. whip. And you right. somehow get, think that, that if you whip yourself enough you would be motivated. It doesn't work. I'm firsthand experience. I really know it does not work to beat up yourself in order to make good choices. Right. Like you can't be mad at yourself and then expect yourself to be good to yourself. So what about if you just tried a different approach, which is Taryn, I'm so proud of you 
for doing what you've done this month in spite of the fact that you have a broken ankle and that you haven't lost the weight that you wanted to, to lose. You're, I'm proud of you. You're doing great. You don't have to do everything. And right now I want you to not to worry about anything and just be, just have a, a little bit of time of saying you're doing a good job. You're doing a really good job. I can do that. I can try to do that. I'm pretty it's, sure I it's will. It's the mental talk we're talking about. I'm talking about literally every I've time. I've never, you... yeah. Tell me. I've never thought about it from the mental side. I've only looked at it from the physical side. And I'm t- saying from the mental. Let's just completely from an emotional perspective, mentally how you talk to yourself. Are you emotionally, mentally, if you were your own mother, if you were your mother and you were your own little girl, and you are, you are. So every time your mother's mad at you for not doing the stuff you said you were going to do, the little girl inside of you feels like a bad little girl in trouble again. Her mother's never happy with her. And she's always getting a metaphorical spanking. Mm -hmm. So I think you're probably very mean to yourself in your own head, but you aren't mean to anybody else in your outer world. Right. That's true. Hmm. Very true. Yeah. Imagine if you made the decision, I'm not going to think about my weight. I'm not going to talk about my weight. I'm not going to worry about my weight. I'm not going to worry about that I should be RVing right now. I'm not going to worry about, I'm not going to worry about it. It's all going to unfold in perfect divine timing. That's getting yourself up into the flow. And that's where I know you want to be. I know you're almost pissed off that I said apathy because you're like, what? No way. I don't want to be there. I don't want to be there. I know you don't. But but what if you were to just honor that you are there in some ways that you talk to yourself? In some of the ways you talk to yourself, there's almost a hopeless situation going on in your brain. I think it's true. I think it's I think it's true. I I can see that I'm in, that I'm in apathy, and I'm not angry about it. I'm disappointed in myself. But that's the problem, Taryn. That's what I'm getting at. But when I fall right. into apathy, you know what I do? Because I fall into apathy too. If I fall into apathy, uh-huh. you know what I've learned to do now? Cuddle up with a, whatever it is that gives me some some gentleness, some love. And I literally look at my apathetic self, my little victim, or my little my little rescuer, my mother energy that's just like, she just takes care of everyone, and she's exhausted. <laughs> I, 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 so I'm going to be honest, what I do is like, I cuddle up in bed, I put on a good movie, I might get myself a glass of wine. I'm easy on myself. It's not all day. It's not for a week. It's... Like, I'm in blame. I'm in apathy. I'm stuck. And then I know I have to grieve whatever it is I'm feeling. And then I have to ask myself what I'm afraid of, just like we just did. And then I have to get back into desire. And you can't fake desire. That's the thing about desire. It's like, I remember one time saying to Madeline, I wanted to get one of my books published so badly. I was like, I'm getting this book published. And I said to Madeline, this was years ago. She's on the line right now. And I said to her, Madeline, you're such a good manifester. Can you help me manifest this? 
And she <laughs> laughed at me and went, Mom, I can't manifest your dreams. And I, you taught me this. Right. I taught you this. You, I can't, Nobody can manifest this for you. And the thing is, if you don't want it badly enough, if you don't really, really want it so badly that you can taste it, and you don't really believe it's going to happen, you don't let yourself go there. You won't let yourself climb the ladder and get into desire and feel angry that it's not happening. You just want to spiritually bypass desire and anger. Like you just don't want to feel those feelings. You just want to get up to like love. I just want to, yeah. I just want to get up to the love. Yeah. Right. But you actually can't spiritually bypass emotions because they're energy and you can't turn a dimmer switch up on a dining room wall without moving through every frequency to get it to the brightest version of the light. You can't right. skip over three of the levels and be like, I hate those levels of light. You've got to go through those levels of light to get to the brighter light. You're right. And I'm not trying to be right. I'm just following a formula. So I think I'm no, afraid. I, 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 I think that's what I mean. I, I understand the formula, and I, I, I know it for everybody else. I'm just not practicing it for myself. Well, you're, it's not even that you're practicing it. You're just being aware of it now. So now right. you'd be like, okay, so the truth is I feel stuck. I'd have to. And when you say grieving, it's not necessarily grieving your husband. When I say grieving, it could be grieving where you want your life to be, and it's not. It doesn't have to be the grieving of your husband or the grieving that your mother is in dementia or grieving that you were raped. It's grieving that your life is not where you want it to be. Give yourself permission to tell yourself the truth. This isn't really where I want it to be. I'm not happy about this. And then you allow yourself to tell yourself the fears. I'm afraid. And you make a list of all those fears. And then the moment will come. It really will that there's something in you that will say, I'm not willing to be afraid anymore. I'm not willing to let my fear stop me anymore. I deserve more. And then you will switch into your desire. Then your desire will get strong again. And then guess what? You'll feel angry that you're not doing what you deserve and what you want. You'll start to feel angry. And that anger is actually your jet fuel for greatness. All great change has happened. Because someone got angry enough to say, we're not staying the way it is. It's not staying I this feel way. Like I'm, I, I feel like I move in and out of anger quite a bit, and I don't like that place. Right. I, I, I of, just you don't wanna, like to be angry. I can tell you don't like to be angry. You don't like to be sad. You don't like to be, you don't right. like to be down. You don't like to be depressed. You don't like to be stuck. Right. Yep. You don't like any right. of the, the yucky emotions. Nope. Yes. At all. Exactly. You don't like feeling any of that. Nobody does, Taryn. But if we don't, if we don't let ourselves fully feel all our emotions, then that anger implodes on us. Implodes, not explodes, implodes. And then we break our leg. We put on weight. We don't want to feel that anger. So we just bottle it somewhere, like in an angry septic tank somewhere inside your body. And you, every time you feel angry, right. you just put the anger into that septic tank. And then you never have to feel it. 
But then you've got too much anger stored inside your body that you won't let yourself release and let go of. So maybe... I think I'm afraid for other people to see it. Yes, me too. I've, I've spent a lot of time, I've spent a lot of my life being in control of it. Yes. Here's your job. Here's going to be your homework assignment this week. Are you ready? Okay. I want yep. you to write me a list of everything you hate. And I want you to write every sentence beginning with I hate. Are you comfortable okay. with the word I hate? No. <laughs> I knew it. Do you ever even say the word hate? Have you, do you, have you used the word hate once in the last 10 years? No, yeah. I don't use it at all. I knew it. I know. Neither did I until I realized my mother energy had overtaken me. And I thought the word hate was so disempowered, bad, not enlightened, not who I am. Because I love, I am a loving person. So... This is what contrast is. Contrast is the duality of life. This is the spectrum of life. How, so I want you to honor. I want you to write me an email. And I want every single sentence to begin with, I hate. I hate. I hate that I'm not RVing, and I should be. I hate that my mother has dementia, and I have to go visit every Saturday. I hate. I, I want you to do your whole list. I hate that I'm not mobile enough right now to be RVing. I hate that I'm not motivated to be RVing. I hate that I'm carrying weight I don't want to be carrying. I hate, I hate that I was raped. And I hate that I was raped on my birthday. I hate that. I fucking hate that. Excuse my language. Taryn, I don't even think you say fuck either, do you? No. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Oh, my God. Imagine if I got you to write me a letter that every single sentence began with, I fucking hate. <laughs> I, I said it in my head. I might get you to do that. I might get you to write me an email that every sentence begins with, I fucking hate. Okay. Okay. Give yourself All right. permission. It's only, be, it's, it's only me. No one else is going to see it. Yeah. Okay. I want you to make a list as many pages as you want of all the things you hate about everything in life. And it can be even like in your community or society or against women or just everything you hate. Let's get it all out of you. Okay. Let's not have it inside right. anymore. Let's just put it all on paper. Let's defragment your computer. Okay, I'll do it. We're going to clear out the temporary files. You know, you have to delete the temporary files in your computer because sometimes they just, there's too many in there. Right. That's what we're doing for you right now. We're going to okay. get the hate out of your body and onto paper. And you're going to send it to me. And we're going to name it and we're going to claim it and we're going to grieve it and we're going to release it. Release it. And we're going to do it together. Because, okay. Taryn, you can't do, do it alone. You can't do it alone. If you could just write your list of hates on a piece of paper, and no one uh -huh. else ever saw them, and then you could burn them, and it worked, we'd all just uh -huh. be able to get help. We'd all be able to fix ourselves by ourselves. We need you each other. You know, that's kind of one of the things that I've been struggling with, too, is that I've taken the class. I should be able to do this, right? You know? and This is why coaches you know, need a coach. Coaches. That's it. Yeah, my coaches need a coach, right? Yeah. This, this is why I said I hate, I hate ever, especially with a student, I'm ever feeling like I'm analyzing them because 
I hate being analyzed. I hate, Isabel is my coach. So sometimes when I need a coach, I call Isabel. She's also my employee. She's my student. She's my colleague. So you better believe I hate when I call her up and then she says some things that are like, ding, 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 trigger me. And I actually think, how right. dare you? I'm your boss. <laughs> but right now you're my coach. You're my coach. And you're saying things that are the truth and don't analyze me. And I have to push through that anger. I had to push through my dignity and I have to decide, I just want to heal and I want to be the most empowered woman I can be. And I can't do it alone. We need each other. Right. That's why this work works because we need each other. We can't heal alone. And this is how we're healing women, one woman at a time. Right. That's true. Very true. I know, sister, this is you, like, it's your birthday weekend and you got to write a hate letter. <laughs> well, I said my birthday weekend might as well be the weekend that I start changing. So. Woo! I'm so happy. Good and if you really want to really go for the gusto, I really do think you should write the I fucking hate letter. Okay. Right. I'll go for the gusto. Go for the gusto. I can't wait Thanks. to read it. Thank you. I'm going to be on such a hate on with you. We're just going to hate the world. We're going to hate the world. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're going to give ourselves yeah. permission. All right. to, we're just going to give ourselves permission to hate the world this weekend. <laughs> I'll do it. And then we're going to free up some energy to get you motivated to get back into the driver's seat of your RV. You know, I I know you like oracle cards and reading cards and everything. And I the other day I was feeling absolutely miserable, and I mean, just it was just I was just almost like exhausted with being exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> and and I have this angel card deck where the postcards from angels. I don't know if Colette Baron Reed wrote it or not, but no. Nope. So I pulled this card, and the the whole thing was on rest and relaxation and there taking it easy and taking care of yourself. I was so damn mad about it. I was like, oh my God. Exactly. You're like, no, I need a card that says, get into action, get into motion. No, the card is saying, relax, be gentle with yourself for a reason. Taryn, I'm going to pull your card. We're going to end with Colette Baron reeds goddess oracle power cards. Are you right-handed or left-handed? I'm right-handed. Okay, so I'm going to shuffle these cards. And as I shuffle... You're just going to tell me to stop when you feel ready and whatever deck, whatever card is in my, whatever mount is in my right hand, I'm going to pull the one from the very top. Okay. Stop. Okay. Let's do a flip. We're going to end with this today. Truth. You just got the truth card. You're telling the truth. It's time to tell the truth. Here we go. Number 30, mm-hmm. the goddess is Matt. Matt, I just pulled this the other day for someone. There must be something about me that's, that's, that's also connected to this, to this truth message. Um, the goddess is Matt, M-A-A-T. Uh, she's an Egyptian goddess. Um, there is great power in telling the truth and allowing it to lead you to higher ground. It's only when we refuse to see the reality of a situation that we lose our power to co-create for the highest good. This Egyptian goddess comes to remind you that if you are willing to do a fearless self-inventory and live authentically with rigorous honesty, it will lead you to great success in all areas of your life. How perfect. Being completely transparent with others. (laughs) You're doing it right now. Being completely (laughs) transparent with others, although it might at first feel too vulnerable, 
is exactly what you need to do now. When you do this, you will be flooded with the power to claim and experience a new freedom and a new happiness that will pour over your life like a wild, sweet honey. Your life is exactly where it needs to be. This is a wonderful time of empowered choice making. You are doing all the things right if you follow the invitation of Matt to live fearlessly in your truth. As the arbiter of balance and divine order, she reminds you of the great value of this way of being. I'd say that's a pretty perfect card for you today. I would say so. I guess I better get to work. Well, you've just had an hour of some radical truth telling. So I'd say you uh, should be very, feel proud. That is a word I'm going to use right now. Feel proud of yourself. You're doing a great job. Okay. Honestly. I will. I'll oh. work on that. And Thank just you know so I'm, much. I'm giving you a big hug. I really am. Man, if we were together oh. right now, we'd have a bonfire tonight. You don't drink <laughs> wine. I drink wine for you. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd burn our letters. <laughs> Darren, thank you. You have a great day. You send me that I fucking hate letter and I'm waiting for it. Uh, I will. I don't know if I'm allowed to say Bye-bye. the F word this many times, but anyways, I have. Anyways, Taryn, <laughs> I'm not normally a swear, but damn it, sometimes it's really good to have a good swear. So send me your letter and and I'm sending you so much love. Thank you so much for being on the call today. For everyone who joined in, thank you for listening. Thank you for being a fly on the wall. Thank you for just seeing you here, knowing you're listening and supporting Taryn. It means so much. Uh, if you're listening uh, through iTunes or SoundCloud, why don't you subscribe to the podcast and uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, yeah, I think guess that's it for now. www.swatinstitute.com. Come visit me. Come check out this Empowerment Coach certification that we just started a brand new graduating class uh, this week. So it's not too late. Uh, it's our personal Empowerment Coach certification. And that's what we just did today is we went through that Empowerment Coaching process with Taryn and we got her up to anger and pride. And on the other side of that is courage. And that is her stepping into her truth and living her truth. And she's just on the edge. And I'm going to be the one to give her that little push so that she will soar. I'll see y'all soon. Come on back next week. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us today on Chat with Crystal. Empowerment coaching and conversations with real women from around the world. Of course, my name is Crystal Andrus Morissette. And it's been my honor to spend this time with you. If you'd like to be a guest on the show to get the coaching that you need, please visit www.swatinstitute.com. And remember, empowerment equals choice. It's always up to you.